When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan Laplante and players Tom McGee as interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laura Hamstra as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borvik as Sister Rolienne Mina. The delicate bond holding the inquisitorial band together began to fracture. Nero gave his insignia to Seth, threatening him with the wrath of the war should Seth fail to keep Olien safe. And Piper convinced Olien that Nero could not be trusted and only they too truly believed in the Emperor of Mankind. Will Piper and Olien survive the start of the race now that they've left Seth and Nero behind? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. A fragment of a journal intercepted from Fabius Bile. It all comes down to entropy, a fire raging out of control, devouring everything in its path. The universe winds down and we wind down with it. Entropy doesn't just affect the universe. Entropy also affects this inquisitorial party. As Seth and Nero, you agree to A, sacrifice yourself valiantly, and B, get the rest of the team off the planet in their your own ways. We're paraphrasing here. As the truck pulls out, and the two other members of the party, one of whom you were both discussing, making sure to keep alive, uh, speed off towards the beginning of the race, leaving you behind. Uh, I will point out, you all do have microbeads, so you can talk over the radio kind of thing. You're not trapped without conversation. Uh, but how do you two react having been left behind as this vehicle speeds away? Just, just disbelief that I like, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> and these people are making me work so hard to keep all of this shit together. <laughs> I hate, I hate, I hate being the only adult in this inquisitorial party. <laughs> And 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 Seth will say, uh, he'll 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 get onto the beat immediately, uh, and 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 say, um, now we don't, we're only in contact with each other. We can't get in contact with Heinrich, right? Correct. Right. Okay. Um. So I'll just I'd like open open channel. Uh, uh, Nero hears me say this in his ear, even though I'm in front of him, kind of thing, and I just say. Uh, Someone get Heinrich to stop that vehicle right now. I, I, uh, I, oh, I, I look so mad. I look to Oli. Dead. I look to Olien, and kind of like you want to take this, kind of like eyebrows raised. 
Heinrich is driving like a psychopath, to be clear. So you guys are fucking moving. Okay. Uh, Mina, you this makes sense to you because he'll either want to do a great job or die doing a great job. So this adds up. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's not a problem. I think after a, a, a pregnant pause <laughs> in which Seth is probably gearing up to yell... Only animal reply. We're going to the start of the race. I figured you can all position yourselves wherever God Emperor help you want to be. Goodbye. Do you take your bead out of your ear? Yeah. (laughs) Screw it. Yes. Team Piper. Brian, we we have another car, right? (laughs) Yeah, you do have the town car with all the weapons in the back. Great. I just grab Seth by the scruff of the neck. With my power armor and my broad of five. Oh my god! As you're having this conversation, ah, just yeah, <laughs> awful. Yeah. Uh, humans don't have scruffs. <laughs> they do when you're using power armor. Let's see, his coat has a scruff, so it'll there you work. Go. Okay. Oh, I mean that's nicer than my version. I was just gonna say, ultimately, all skin is a scruff if you pull hard yeah, enough. No, he uh, just, so I just pyramid heads me and crank just, him. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly right. Um, and with my helmet now back on because it's it's business time. As you're like. Being petulant on the radio, I'm just like, hey, we're keeping her alive. Into the car. Uh, and I throw you into the car. I say, we must destroy the rad hub. It's the only way she will survive. Your plan is in play now, Seth. Don't fuck it up. I'll just cock the Laz cannon and hop into the passenger seat and like look at him expectantly. Yeah. So am I in the driver's seat? I think with sheer scale, you have to be in the back seat because with the last can and the armor, yeah, that's there, fine. I, I'm yeah, sticking so, out the. the I, I'm aware of how large they are, yeah. so like I'll stuff it out a window, and like the stock will go out the other side, and I'll just sit in the middle of the back seat with yeah, them. Yes, so you're both driving. Sides. He, he shoved like you into the driver's seat. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, if there's uh, no other driver. Like I fucking can't drive. I've never worn one of these suits before. I'm terrible at power armor. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm literally someone in an astronaut suit who has never been in an astronaut suit. Uh, drive. Th- th- this is great. Uh, and so Seth will uh, start the ignition and and hit the hit the pedal to the metal. Try and catch up. Still still barking into his communication bead. You know I'm the only one responding. Seth. <laughs> yes, and funny enough, you're the one I really want to shut up. <laughs> you're lucky I need these last cannon shots, or else I would shut you up. Now drive. Seth, can you roll me a driving? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No problem. <laughs> that's how, that's how driving. it is. What difficulty would you like? I am trying to drive fast and catch up. Uh, I'm going to... Ooh, drive fast, catch up. They have He's a bit both of a lead. fast and furious. I'm going to say difficulty <laughs> furious four because we are combining the difficulty <laughs> of driving fast, but also you don't know this area and Heinrich does. So the fact that he's out of sight means you're trying to play catch up as it goes. Um, may I ask a small clarifying question? Yes, sir. I ordered Seth to drive to uh, I line of the Radhab so we can make sure that bombardment happens not to chase them. Does he ignore that order or does he follow it? I'm ignoring that. I'm trying right. to catch okay. up. Okay, I'll yeah. just mute myself again then. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Driving plus agility for you against difficulty four. I am going to... Uh, I'm, I'm going to use a, a, a story point. So one of those will be red. What is even Super. happening? Cesario 
die. So, so it's how it this happens. Might be. This might be. It's the where time. two of us do, but two of us <laughs> get to start two? a race. So good luck, Piper. And to some extent, Mina, but mostly Piper, because I guess you're running. So good luck. Steph, I will give you a boost because you have seen 3D overlays of the area because you were studying the route earlier along with the group. So I don't think you're coming in from zero. All right. Uh, I'm a little... Almost almost literally uh, under the gun here. Um, but can I spend a story point? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And this is Seth, again, just the wheels are spinning and he's trying to make everything work as it as the new developments hit kind of thing, right? And it's like, yeah, okay, backseat driver there wants us to bombard the rad habs. I'm not sure if he realizes that our starting point is before the rad habs. So we need to actually clear like our runner, the person who wants to survive has to clear the rad habs before we call in the bombardment. Meaning I need to see her clear the rad habs. So I need to catch up to our runner. So I don't blow her the fuck up. Admittedly, uh, uh, my thread is also weak because I've got the gun out the window and the stock out the other window. So it's like carrying a canoe through two windows. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> I'll get you. But my I head's a, my head's a cantaloupe in that armor of yours. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, Fair enough. Soft, rotten fruit. Um, so uh, uh, that would be my impetus for like, no, like I like I hear you back there, but I, we need to fucking catch up. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm ready to roll. All right, let's go for it. Okay. Two successes, four threats. Two successes, four threats. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say you do manage to keep track of them and you do follow, but you keep sideswiping other vehicles as you go around corners. Like it's not a fully clean drive. Uh, so as you all kind of sprinting Heinrich driving as though his life depended on it, even though it doesn't. Uh, and Seth very much so driving like his life depends on it because it does for a variety of factors. Um, you pull up to, that the end of the destination, there's a cleared space in the center of a four-lane street. I uh, think of this as being set up very much like uh, the end of any of the big marathons that you'd see. So it's not the full street that's been cordoned off with the path in the middle. It's kind of a lane and a half's worth, and it is fucking packed. You guys only get waved through because they knew the building you were coming from. And that Cologne is like clearing the area so he can spot the people in the vehicles as they kind of pull up. But it's very clear that there's a, a larger circle in the center, which is the starting point, with a servo skull hovering about 30 feet in the air above it, with a, a blue pendant hanging or a purple pendant for cologne hanging down, uh, with a silver rod at the at the base, which is clearly designed that you can hold it. It's about a, a hand's width uh, in length to claim it from it once the race has begun. Uh, there are large vid screens spread throughout the area. If you'd come at any other time, uh, or even if you'd looked into the Mercatel district from a distance. Normally, those would be running the equivalent of stock tickers and other um, exchange rates, other profits, things shifting in and out of this system elsewhere, futures trading, all of those kinds of things. Right now, they have all been turned over to imperial propaganda. So it's the equivalent of Times Square, only it's all covering this sporting event as you pull up in your car. Behind you, a couple of seconds later, appears this incredibly beat up purple town car, which screeches to a halt with the last cannon at the window. I'm imagining because you've got a little bit of a lead, are you running to take position as the runner, Mina, Piper? What are you doing? Like, what's the plan? 
Yeah, I was going to say Mina's probably just going to march on forward, but make sure that Piper is like right next to her because she's like, well, I guess Piper's the only one I can trust now. So marching off to get in the race and do it, I guess, because... Is is the runner... It's not physically running, right? They're physically running. Oh, they're yes. physically running. Yes. Okay. I mean, like... So Mina wants Piper to run with her? Well, you're coming, coming along, at least at the beginning. I feel like she, you're, you're now her, now you're her moral center, so you probably have to come. Like, What's the matter, Piper? All of a sudden, you're not, you're not still keen <laughs> about like, this, huh? Can I just, oh, like, man, stay real tough when you run, actually huh? have What's the to matter? put your neck on can the I line? Just, like, it's so dangerous. In the vehicle. I'll just, like, stay, stay in the vehicle. We'll stay, like, close by, no? What, what, what are you doing? Aren't you coming? And Warden as well? All right. Wait, no. What do you mean, no? Well, we no, we're going like, to, like, be in the vehicle, like, beside you, no? Uh, you look around and you can see it is packed wall to wall. You're yelling over screaming people around you. The path is less than the width of the, the army truck you are in. Well, well, shit. I thought, oh. Warden is coming and you are as well. Is all that right. the plan? I guess we're all fucking running now. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hi, friends. It's Ryan here, your resident producer with Dum Dums and Dice. And I also voice characters that you've heard, and I GM season two. And I am here to invite you to help support us producing this show and all of our other shows through our Patreon for Dum Dums and Dice. You can go to patreon.com slash dice and support us today, and it makes a world of difference. Plus, if you join, you get exciting things. We have a fan-exclusive Discord. We do weekly tableside video chats. You get advanced access to episodes and the videos before the rest of the public do. You can submit names for places, people, and things that pop up in the shows. You can create your own NPCs that interact with our parties on an ongoing basis. You can get special thank yous. Heck, if you if you want, we can even do one-shot adventures with you or start up a series with you. Just patreon.com slash dice. Please support us today. It will save us from a grim, dark future so we can keep making a show for you in a grim, dark future. There we go. Uh, so you both go to take your starting position. When you look up at the screens, you can see the other teams taking their position. Everything's being broadcast so people can keep track of this race no matter where they are. Uh, four Sisters of Battle are currently all kneeling in kind of a, an X pattern, shot from above artistically to see them praying oh, just, to, just to get through this. Uh, you can also see four Stormtroopers uh, in full blue Vance gear, uh, all waiting in the back of a Torox of their own, clearly not even stepping out to be visible to the crowd until the very moment this is happening. When you start to approach, you can see on the screens that they get out to approach as well. Clearly everyone's going to be starting uh, at the exact same time. At which point a beat up purple town car screeches around the corner, having kept shocking time, uh, because this was like a good 15 minutes of crazy driving, which is not playing to Seth's strong suit, but he did pull this off. Uh, Seth, you, you burst out of the vehicle uh, only to look back and see that with the amount that you dinged it up, despite his brawn, uh, Nero's going to need some help getting out of this vehicle because he physically can't open the doors. You've managed to dent them shut. Oh, uh, how- assistance I require. In the name <laughs> of the emperor. Do, uh, I, uh, 
I climb on top of the vehicle to see if I can spot our the other half of our party. This is not helping, Seth. <laughs> yeah, you you can see that they are approaching the center of the the small circular clearing that's clearly intended to be the start of the race in the distance. Uh, it's not that far, but picture probably like sixty or ninety feet, and they're almost at the center of it. Uh, you can also see on the vid screens that the other teams are taking the position in the center now. The stormtroopers are as well. Ryan, can I ask a question? Yes, you can. <laughs> For my personal angst, what colors are these sisters of battle? What order the sisters are they? Sisters of battle, uh, black, red surplus over the the black armor, uh, white insignias on on the shoulder okay. blades. Well, that's even that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, that I like that you thought there was a version of you. this where this would be better. Where the yeah. version Ryan could have conceived of would somehow be well, better no, or nicer because, for you. Because they're, uh, the orders are split between two convents, and one is the one she's from. <laughs> and that's, that's definitely that color. Oh, okay. Well, great. Uh, great. <laughs> uh, prior to, I think, prior to every event, Gazzy has gotten on the mic and kind of, you know, waxed gubernatorial about uh, very generous this kind of stuff um, do I have any way of getting in contact with him remotely I I don't think my pick thing works I've got a data slate but I don't think you make calls with that uh, can I send a message with it I mean you could if you did not see him about to take the stage on all of the vid screens my whole thing is just stall but i can't get that message to him um no. so the question is realistically do you want to try to help nero get out of this car or do you want to go try to affect the two people who are going to start the race without you oh god tyler and seth have become one <laughs> it would be fine to let and here's how you know awful seth is it would be fine to let mina die in that bombardment if that's what she wanted to do, you know, fine, whatever. We just need to make sure that uh, House uh, Bane wins. So if she wants to get hit in that bombardment as well, without our protection or without us making sure that she's clear, more power to her. The problem is Nero's in the backseat and would murder me if I let that happen. Mm -hmm. Helping Nero also means putting her at risk. And I might release, get Nero out of that car and he'll just turn around and murder me. Um, and then not helping him, he might also murder me because... You know, he's he's fucking crazy. Um, so. All right. I'll. Uh, no, you know, yeah, I'll say uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say uh, um, you wanted the power armor. Get yourself out. I'm going to help Sister Mina like you asked. And I'm I'm running. Hopefully saying that at least we'll put it in his. Uh, way, way gone uh, mind that I'm helping. <clears throat> so Seth takes off uh, as the speech begins, which the three of you will hear, but Nero will not because Nero is in a vehicle wearing a helmet trying to get out of the vehicle. So I want to know what Both. Nero is doing. You have access uh, to the last cannon, but it's currently aimed out the window. You do have a case of four smoke grenades and a case of four crack grenades, or you could try to smash your way out using uh, your enhanced brawn from your suit. How do you want to get out of this car? So contrary to what has been said of me in the past episode and a half, um, he, uh, 
there's a lot of just very disruptive things he could do, but he he legitimately the whole goal was just like stop Mina from being in danger, and he actually can't do that from here. So I think instead, um, I would actually like to petition for not getting out of the car. Instead, doing that classic like movie slow motion, someone's going to get killed and you can't stop it thing where he's like reaching over the las cannon for the door and he can't get the door and it's just like he literally has never worn armor like this and he's never been in a situation like this so he actually doesn't know that he can just punch his way out he doesn't know he can force his way out so it's instead just that that horrible like i traveled back in time to stop a horrific tragedy but time's a bitch and it's just going to happen anyway thing where he's like reaching like punches through the window and is like trying to reach for the door handle and like trying to open the door but also it's just so clumsy that i think in, it rather than anything dramatic or or exciting it's just him being pinned in a car watching it happen without any ability to stop it uh he's not reaching for the grenades he's not trying to shoot anything he's just pinned there watching it um, just scrabbling around in very expensive, very effective armor because I rolled so badly an episode ago. Um, Fair enough. So I think instead it's just him muttering uh, through a stupid Bane voice regular, be like, no, 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 and no. All and all you're hearing broadcast through the city as this happens is the voice of Gazzy just being like, I'm so excited that it's going to be a race. Normally I'd do a big speech, but I just want to walk them run. Everybody run. This is going to run. Run so good and die. Woo! Uh, and then he just hits a big red button next to him you can see. Uh, and the, the servo skull drops like a stone until it hovers about six feet off the ground. Uh, looking at the screens, you can see all four Vance stormtroopers reach up. And one of them takes it and then swirls it down to their hip, and the four immediately start doing an elaborate trade-off, these four identically dressed stormtroopers, so that it's no longer clear to anyone watching which one of them is the runner, and they all take off as a team. The Sisters of Battle don't move. They just keep praying. Uh, they haven't started running yet. They're praying anyways. The camera pans over to Krungus Marcus, who is fucking livid. He is, like, spitting while he screams from his box at these Sisters of Battle who have not started running. The crowd around all of you is going nuts. There's like random 40K versions of like confetti cannons going off. They cannot stop screaming and everybody's watching. Who takes the pendant? It's just hanging. Shrapnel and finger bones is being blasted <laughs> out. Sorry, can I just make sure I understand something before we move forward? Yes. House Vance or House Bane? Stormtroopers. House Bane or the Stormtroopers. Vance is okay. eliminated. That's okay. I, I just, I was bad. like, oh, did they send like, just no, sort just, of like... I oh, said I mean, the wrong House thing, Vance so. has to participate, even though the leader's dead. Uh, okay, no, okay. Vance, uh, got Vance okay. got the wild card, so that was yeah. uh, right. Vance's contribution. Bane is the one in the blue stormtrooper armor. Okay, Marcus Thank is Sisters of Battle. That. No, it's my bad. Yeah. It's all these house names. Uh, you guys are representing Cologne, which now runs Vance. Uh, they've yeah. been merged uh, for legal right. purposes. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mina was there to be the runner, and she made a deal, and she's going to be running, so she will take the take the uh, stick. Put it in her belt. <laughs> We're just doing this. Fabulous. The crowd goes fucking nuts, uh, and you guys start running. Uh, let's do 
checks. Yay. Uh, these will be athletics checks. Uh, I will say as you start running, you've got a couple of minutes where you're all pretty fresh and moving. Uh, the Sisters of Battle still aren't going anywhere. You and the Stormtroopers all seem to be moving okay. But let's do the die rolls now so we know okay. what's, uh, what's happening. So oh, great. Playing to my strengths. Uh, I do want to point out for those of you who are bodyguards, you're not required to run the whole course. You could leave the course, get a vehicle, move ahead. You can do whatever you want. Right. So it doesn't mean you have to like, oh, I'm just failing these rolls. I'm not going to be able to do it. Right. Um, we're just going to be playing with running as a strain cost. So it'll just, the better you roll, the less strain it will take away from you as you move forwards. Cool. Uh, which there, is worth yeah. tracking right now. What is everyone's strain oh. threshold? Just so I know these from the brain. Threshold is 12 for uh, Seth. Great. Brian, you want threshold or current? Um, oh, your current should be full. You just came off of a night of sleep. Oh, you ha you're down three. So I guess give me yours down three. Yeah, because it affects Eight, your baby. threshold for this. What? What the hell? Because <laughs> he burned it to be able to carry around the last cannon. Oh, right. Okay. Remember Sorry. that thing where I mm -hmm. only uh, bet against myself when I'm making yes. rolls? Honestly, it was pretty clever because I probably would have charged you more to carry it around if you'd been running with it. So... Not a bad call. I, I have 14. Of course you do. <laughs> um, so I have 16. I've taken four already. Was that uh, for affecting... Psyker. That was for affecting Mina back at the place? There were two... Yeah, there were two Psyker checks. Yeah, those have been spread through the day, so you'll start this totally fresh. So you start it. Oh, nice. okay. Lovely. Um, so traditionally, strain actually recharges a certain amount. I can't remember exactly what it is. It's like a D, D whatever plus yeah. a number. At the end of every scene, it would be more than two for you every time. So we'll say okay. that you start fresh at the beginning of this race. The only so... person who has to carry over is Nero because he paid to be able to carry the last cannon yeah, on which an ongoing basis. Recover. Also, I'm not as good at recovering from strain as I think Piper is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I will say that uh, Warden can just keep up with you, Piper. There's not a world where you can have more energy to run than Warden. <laughs> yeah, can you so imagine? That's fair. That. I mean, Warden would keep up with Piper just at, like, force of will. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say because this is the first check for this race, uh, this one will just be a difficulty two. Lovely. So what are what are we using? What are we... Uh, uh, this will be athletics, athletics? and brawl. Oh, fucking hell. Come along. Have fun with me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, do I get I, any boost? I wanted no. to. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. <laughs> One advantage, two failures. <laughs> <laughs> I got three successes, four advantages. Nice. Bye. Zoomy. <laughs> this is why I was hesitant to run, right? Just like a million dollar man, like, <laughs> she just like jumps away. All right. And Seth? Uh, seeing them take off, Seth is going to double back to the car. Uh, he wanted he wanted to catch them before the thing went off. It was like, stall, stall. Couldn't get to Gazzy in time. You know, couldn't get the message through. Sees so just like, yeah. And he's like, ah, fuck. And he just like, he'll turn around. This <laughs> is running back. Do you want an athletics for how fast I can get back to the uh, car? No, no, no. I'll okay. say you can get back to the car. That's fine. <laughs> this was more like, how does this first leg of the race go? Yeah. Um, all right, so you get back to the car. Where are you going with the car? I will say you know this area now. You've had time to study the 3D things. Nero's probably surprised that you get back in the driver's seat. But uh, what happens inside the car? And then I'll deal with the race because that's going to be a stretch at a time. Um, uh, 
Seth gets in and he says to to Nero, who's still in the back seat, uh, uh, he says, the sisters of battle have not moved off the starting line yet. Gives me a good head start. We can try to meet her outside of the Rad Habs. Buckle up. Um, and I'll pull my mask up so I'm not doing the Bane voice anymore and just be like, um, yeah, hey, Seth, um, yeah, that, that, that's a pretty good plan. Uh, my only question is, do you want to leave me here to deal with the sisters or no? I don't think I could leave you here if I wanted to, could I? Yeah, fuck, all right, drive. I'll slam to him and be like, pedal to the metal, my friend. Oh, 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 just... <laughs> So they they pull away to go position themselves uh, around the rad habs. There are a number of positions where you could. I would say I'll give you magnoculars for free because I don't think it's going to be the kind of thing that you would be missing in terms of equipment you would bring, especially if you knew you were going to be spotting to call in the bombing and you do know that. Um, so because you're not physically running, you're able to drive there and let's see how good a position that you find. Uh, I'm imagining you would do this together. And you'd have enough time to get him out of, get Nero out of the back seat. Oh, fantastic. I I do have a, (laughs) have a question, Ryan. Let's try it out, baby. We get three bodyguards. Yes. Mina is currently running with Piper and Warden, which means that technically only Seth or I can be involved. If he's driving, what does that mean? Technically, only you or Seth can be involved in areas where it would get spotted. So it's an interesting question, which is, if he is just spotting to call in your favor, the recordings and the servo skulls that are filming this event won't film him. Nobody's following you currently because you just straight up didn't get on the platform at the start of the race. So cameras will be hunting for you, but they haven't found you yet. So Great. Cool. Good. Also, theoretically, your armor has its own suite of communications. So the cameras won't know that it's not you sending a message if you're wearing a helmet. Great. So you could fake it if you want, or it could be Seth. That can still kind of play out. Uh, let's do a cunning role, because I think that that feels right. Let's do cunning and streetwise, Seth. Uh, difficulty two. Now you're speaking my language. Uh, I'm giving you difficulty two because you've already scouted out this area. So I'm doing that instead of a boost because you've looked at the maps. Okay. You have an idea of the plan. Like you can position yourself. It's still dangerous. Uh, it came out to, failure, yeah. yeah, no, it almost happened. Uh, two successes, one threat. Great. Uh, you find uh, a solid position where you are a couple of buildings back from the clearly marked raceway. Uh, it still has the same dividers that have been set up in that weird everything in 40K is consistent kind of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is no crowd because, of course, there's a shitload of radiation in this area. Uh, you're far enough back that you think it probably negatively affects you genetically, but it's not going to hurt you uh, if you have to sit there for like a half hour. Meanwhile, those of you who are racing, uh, Piper, you will lose uh, three strain for having that rough run, which takes you from 16 to 13. Uh, Sister Mina, this is just a nice brisk jog. You're pretty sure you can match what those stormtroopers are doing. You're not even trying to win this race. You're just trying to run it. Uh, So you you start making pretty good process, like progress. The challenge is after about the first 15 minutes, when you feel like you're still making good strides, Piper's starting to look tired, but still keep up with you. Uh, you see, you hear a pop from the crowd around you, and you look up and see on all of the billboards, the sisters have started running, 
And the sisters aren't just running at the speed a normal person runs. The sisters are running with full, souped-up, extended campaign power armor runs, which means they are way faster than you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm imagining you pick up the pace. Do you match the same? What's your plan in reaction to knowing that they're eating up the ground behind you? Because they are behind you coming towards you. Yeah, yeah. I think picking up the pace because to not have to engage with them is the goal for sure. Great. Let's roll another athletics. Uh, Braun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, difficulty. Difficulty will be. This one's going to be hard because okay, their stats are quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh. Difficulty will be, I'm going to spend a story point. Difficulty will be four red. Okay. What? Wow. They move. They the, fucking move. They have to get through the chem markets first. Before... Uh, they have to get through the chem markets, yes. Uh, right. And then they're, they're with you to the next one. Yes. Right. Okay. 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 Could I have a story point for Mina of just like, I do not want to engage with any <laughs> yes, of these you people. Can. Okay. Holy fuck. All right. Uh, I will give you a boost for the running. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will give you a setback for how thrown off this will make you. Because I don't think it's just terror. You've also got that like, oh shit, oh shit. There's many levels of oh shit. Correct. At this point, it's not like if I engage with these people, they will kill me. It's like she doesn't want to have to fight them because it feels sacrilegious. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it would be straight up sacrilegious. Because the one <laughs> yeah. thing you'd know, having talked to Krongus Marcus, is they're not here because they like him. No, no, no. And that makes it even worse. And that's why she still has, like, utmost respect for them and doesn't want to engage. So, yeah. Okay. So, here we go. This, this who knows role. <laughs> I got one success, one advantage, one despair. Uh, you do pick up the pace. You do pick up the pace and, and you're moving. Uh, Piper, you are are starting to really feel it. You're still able to keep up because to be clear, you're an inquisitorial agent. So it's not like you are yeah. the psyker who is living in space and now we're just like run a marathon. Yeah. Um, th- there is physical fitness involved and, and there will be somebody tracking that for you. Uh, the challenge is you're just not able to get as much of a lead as you would expect. The crowds are in the way. Crowd control isn't always yeah. uh, where it should be, except when you watch the screens, you realize crowd control isn't a problem for the sisters. They're so strong and so fast. They're not engaging in combat with the targets <laughs> so much as they are a tank driving through the crowd. And if they <laughs> lash out with an elbow, someone flies away instead of just you know stepping aside, which means you're all in an interesting position now having had this race progress, really pushing yourselves, finding the perfect position to be able to watch from a distance. Because as you cross into the Radhabs, Mina, the sisters are catching up. Mm-hmm. They're only about 50 feet behind you as you both begin to hit the center of this running position. And Seth, you look down and realize that if you call in a bombardment right now, you'll tag both groups. And if you time it until the end, you're not sure there's going to be enough space to tag anybody if it's going to be safe. And Mina and Piper, looking back over your shoulder, there are three very determined, angry-looking sisters with no helmets on and a fourth with a helmet 
all of whom are carrying bolters that are as big as their chests. Mm-hmm. You don't know if combat is about to start. You don't know if this bombardment can be called down in time. You don't know if you'll survive the Radhabs. All you know is you're going to have to make some really hard decisions really fast. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter as Interrogator Nero Abignale, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter as Sister Olian Mina, and our Game Master Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Lord Abradovic, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Roman Brown, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Contact Day is in but a few short months, which means it is time to begin preparations for the Bidecennial Festival. This year, we are celebrating every single one of you living in my beloved Windfall City. It is not our business to question the Queen's will. It is not our business to do anything but follow it. It is you and your loyalty that has laid the groundwork for this incredible utopian society that we seek for. Do you have any idea what's going on with us? It is the duty of each and every one of you to do everything you can to make the festival a success this year. Are you ready to speak kindly with me now, child? I have no doubt that this year will be one for the history books, and that will be due in no small part to the dedication of my adoring Windfall, a dystopian science fiction podcast from Rogue Dialogue.